welcome to our podcast. Where boys love takes the spotlight. And chill is the vibe. It's time to be Ellen Chill. Welcome back. We are officially back. We are back. <laughs> it's taken us a while, but we were delayed for good reasons. Yeah. And one of those reasons that was that we had to come up with an opening statement <laughs> for opening our statement. podcast. We were like, this feels weird now that we can't say friendship. Yeah, but we rebranded. I'm sure uh, that if you guys have been following us, you notice we rebranded. We are no longer friendship. We are now BL and chill. Yes. Yay. And so we are making our official podcast comeback with uh, another classic episode of you should be watching. You should be watching. And what should you be watching? Shadow. Oh my gosh. Like that show is so good. It's so good. And I never see anyone talking about it. And I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Honestly, I think I I've the first seven episodes are out right now, and I think I'm on my third time watching them. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you watched it at least twice, but damn. It is so up my alley. I don't I don't I don't know, man. I think one of the reasons that people aren't watching it is because it's on Gaga. Ah. And a lot I feel like of all the streaming platforms, that's the one the least amount of people have a uh, subscription to it does seem that way but it's weird because i feel like a lot of these uh you know aichi vicky gaga a lot of them are kind of like sharing like uh like series like mm-hmm. if you see one on one it's probably going to be on the other yeah and uh except for shadow except for shadow <laughs> well shadow's new it's a and- gaga original right uh, I, that I don't know, but oh, it's I view. Sorry, it's view. And I have view noticed that um, Gaga titles they uh, typically take a while. Like Gaga gets exclusive rights. They do. Um, like for the first year. Like yeah. um, I will knock you didn't come out on Vicky until a year mm-hmm. later. Yeah. So. Well, I was just gonna say, like a big thing about it is sorry. What I mentioned is that it's view, and it's very rare actually that view. Uh, like series are available to inner fans at all so i remember i was really hyped about this and then uh another bl friend had said like you know it's views we're probably not gonna Mm. have access to it and i could have dug my grave there and And gaga was like gaga came to the rescue like they landed a lot of deals at the end of this year they did and honestly i know it's so hard there's so many subscription services out there but uh gaga is worth having for many reasons but for today's episode it's worth having to watch shadow yeah i mean a quick plug to gaga it is if you haven't heard about gaga or if you've heard about it and you're like eh the good thing the cool thing about gaga ooh la la is that it is an exclu- it is exclusively lgbtqia yeah. streaming service yeah so while it's it's not just boys love it's actual like queer stories mm. lesbian stories gay stories as well as bl series um, early on, the BL series were a bit more slim pickings, but I think they're recognizing um, this international audience, this, this audience to pick yeah. up more BL focused series. Mm-hmm. And um, what's also cool about it is that a lot of the BL series that it does host are from other countries that have a very a much smaller um, BL media. Mm. So you'll see stuff from. Uh, I'm trying to think like what's this one of the smaller Asian countries like Hong Kong BLs. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it also has a lot Indonesian of Indonesian BLs and like you'll you'll see stuff from other countries including like Western countries as well. Yeah. And I was going to say like small studio BLs as mm-hmm. well as big projects. So I kind of feel like 
it's a really cool place to just come and experience a lot of different types of things. Like you're going to find a lot of things that are normal and within the tropes that we typically watch, but you're going to find a a lot of things that feel kind of like independent films on it. And I think, you know, I don't know if you're looking for diversity in your... That's where to look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking about Shadow today. (laughs) I'm sorry. We totally... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, to be honest, I was so excited when I heard that Shadow uh, was going to be out. And then when we... I remember the first night that we sat down to watch it like we like Kim it, lost her marbles. it was like bedtime and I literally just stayed in bed staring at my ceiling <laughs> like what have I done to deserve this <laughs> gift Kim is a huge Cinco fan so when she heard about Shadow she was really excited and really devastated and then when well, we found out we could watch it we're like all right Halloween night here we go <laughs> well I really I really love Cinco but also I really love Fiat mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't seen him since triage and that was hard to find you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and then i feel like fluke you know what i mean Uh, also amazing i feel like it's kind of like getting this collection of actors that you never expected would be together and then (laughs) yeah and you're just you it's just being excited because you don't know what to expect and and what those dynamics will feel like yeah and i think another interesting thing too is that so for the first seven episodes, mm. you know, like most BL stories, you can see an established couple. Mm. We haven't quite seen that yet for this. So with the premise of Shadow, it is a horror-based series, I guess, yeah. uh, supernatural. And, um, and while some of the queer characters feel- identify as queer, mm. we haven't gotten an established like BL pairing yet. Yeah, I feel like to me it reads as mm, it reads as like a slow burn or slash like kind of coming of age in terms mm, of the yeah. B, in terms of the BL. But this is the type of story where there is a plot that is taking bigger precedence over the relationship aspect and yeah, so sometimes kind of my opinion yeah best so, kind of bls <laughs> so i feel like sometimes I, I don't know we don't get that a lot right mm-hmm. like a lot of the times the relationship of these characters that is like centric and i will say that the relationships of these characters is very centric but like a romance or like a love plot is not quite it's very like slow burn and um and i guess you know, you had said that it was horror, and I was actually, I was going to take a step back and, and say that I kind of view it as being, like, a little bit more, like, suspense thriller. Um, I always associate horror with, like, gore. I feel like gore is an aspect of horror, but horror is, like, the umbrella genre. That could be true. Well, there's no gore in this. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, it, it's more, <laughs> I guess we should actually give, like, the what what is the plot? The plot, Okay. <laughs> The plot is about um, the main character, uh, Dan, who is played by Sancto, who has uh, shown up at a uh, a Catholic school in Thailand, um, kind of under the mm, tutelage, I don't know, of um, the dean of the school, whose name is Brother Anurak, uh, because uh, his... Uh, mother has passed away and his father is in the hospital and uh, brother Anurak is kind of looking out for him. But he has a, uh, 
he has something going on where since his childhood he he sees a shadow you know and uh, a lot of the times it's in his dreams but ever since he starts coming to this school it's like it comes out of his dreams and and he has no clue what it is um but he befriends uh nye who is played by fluke in the series and nye has similar supernatural abilities and he sees dead people yeah and since they both have experiences that other people feel like are psychological and not real they're able to kind of bond on this experience and on top of that the actual plot that's going on is that a year ago a student from the school uh played by fiat um his name is trin he uh, dis- he disappeared and no one knows what happened to him. It's kind of like now become like an urban legend. There's a lot of rumors about what may have happened to him and like uh, were people from the school involved or this or that. And it's all tied in with this supernatural stuff that's going on. And um, I, it's just, it's a really, really cool premise. And the visuals in it, uh, to be honest, I love they're so good how they choose to do the shadow and how they choose to shoot the scenes with you know there's a lot of times when watching it where you're kind of questioning is what I'm watching real is it not real there's a lot of cut scenes where like it seems like inception a dream within a dream within Mm, a dream and like where where are we now and I feel like it's just so compelling yeah, and then it's like you don't know like which shadow because like the shadow, it it has a personality, but we're starting to wonder if it has multiple personalities. Yeah, like it's the, sh- the shadow isn't just its own shadow. We we're starting to think like various ghosts come in po- into possession of this one shadow, or like it collects them. or it collects them. I don't know. I- so yeah, it's hard to tell. Like, well, is this shadow a good shadow or a bad shadow? Sometimes it's good, and you're like, oh, okay, it's friendly. And other times you're like, oh no, it's trying to kill him. And I think we don't know. And like- I think that's really cool because it's a series where you can't like. It's very. I am really good at guessing. She is things. I, I yeah, I'm really really it's good annoying. at <laughs> guessing what's gonna happen. And there have been many times where we've been watching a series and I was like, oh, this is going to happen. And then it happens and everyone's like, Cam! And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I can't guess this one. I, I mean, I have like three guesses as to what's going on. But one of them is probably right. <laughs> I don't think so. I actually don't think so with this one. But one of the reasons that we wanted to have this uh, podcast episode today is that the first seven episodes are out, but the next seven come out in December. December 7th. Mm-hmm. The finale. Mm-hmm. So you can have the series. Yeah. I feel like I just, like, ranted a lot because I'm just obsessed. Uh, but what have you really liked about it? Um, I like that it's more... Uh, so for a BL, I mean, we're assuming it's a BL because it's on Gaga and listed under the BL thing. <laughs> we do know some characters like, are gay. We know, like, yeah, we think like, <laughs> the actors are all from BL series, so we're assuming. Um, I like that it's more plot-driven. Mm. I love BL series that focus more on the plot than just focusing on, like, the relationship of how the characters get together. Yeah. Not to say I don't absolutely love, you know, like, relationship-based BLs, but, like, the ones with the plot, I'm like, give it to me. Um, So I like that. I like that it's more about their established friendship. Mm. So, so far, the only characters that I have identified as gay 
are Nai, played by Fluke, and then Trin, um, played by Fiat. Mm-hmm. And so there's reason to believe that Trin was actually kind of driven to his disappearance because of his sexual identi- identity. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say identification. <laughs> um, because of his sexual identity. And so Nai is kind of, um, everyone knows because he was outed by the school bully, but he's kind of keeping it on the down low. Like he keeps to himself a lot and whatnot. And um, you can kind of see that he might be developing feelings for Dan, but Dan, played by Cinco, is kind of just, he's got other stuff going on, and so he is kind of refusing to identify in one direction or the other, yeah, or at all so far, because he's got all this, you know, supernatural, like, you know, he's got sleep paralysis, he's seeing shadows, he can't distinguish between the dream world and the real world. Not only that, he has, like, legitimate trauma from his past. Yeah, and he's I got really, a lot of trauma. <laughs> and I really think that it, what I really like about his character, too, is that um, I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes when we watch shows, I don't dislike it, but I think a lot of times, you know, they're just they're just BO. And so characters fall really easily. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like they just look at each other once and it's like, boo, they're like, they're smitten, right? Yeah. What I really kind of like about Dan's character is that he has legitimate things that have happened to him that really make sense that he, he probably may not, understand or really fall easily into the concept of love yeah and i think that we just don't necessarily see a lot of characters that that don't just swoon right away or like or jump to that train of thought he's so preoccupied there's so much stuff going on and i really like i like that Mm -hmm. i really really like it i think it it makes him a little bit more human also, I think the other thing too is he's incredibly smart, mm-hmm. and um, and in this though, and kind of how it seems like he can't read things around him, like it seems like he's not smart in that way. Does that does that make sense? Like he's really really intelligent, but he can't really read emotions around him. I feel like I get I get a little bit of that vibe. Um, I haven't picked up. I'm trying to think of like an example, but all I'm thinking of is how he he is very. He stands up for what he believes is right. I guess I was going to say that in situations where he has been confronted with someone potentially liking him, he seems almost kind of like caught off guard yeah. by the by it. But we as viewers are like, oh, like you missed all the signs. <laughs> and and so but, and I feel so I guess maybe that's what I'm talking oh, about okay. without like trying to give like too much away. But I kind of feel like there sometimes is a, is a lot around him that's creating like this sense of oh this these feelings are developing and Mm -hmm. he's just like yeah yeah because he's got other stuff to focus on he's not focused on forming a relationship at this moment so totally totally sorry i feel like i caught you off guard with my like you did i was like what is she talking about (laughs) it's like i don't want to give away too much (laughs) oh man but it's like that i end up being so vague that you're like what are you talking about i I genuinely was like let me search through what i remember of the series i know you've watched this three times but normal people have only seen it once kim That's so funny. Did you not read the room? Well, I don't know, guys. So tune in to Shadow and let me know. Because I'm right. Because I'm I'm joking. Please post a comment if you know what I'm talking about, right? Please. Or if you're with Banana on this. That's no clue. 
You know, something you said, though, about uh, something you said about really loving that it's kind of ruled by the plot mm-hmm. really speaks to me because I feel like I really search for that dynamic in a lot of things. So um, uh, I feel like what's kind of cool about it is that the plot actually moves the characters closer. Like mm-hmm. the, the plot helps develop those things. I know we've mentioned this in the past, but like you can only have so many like trip in the rain scenes right and yeah we haven't really gotten any of those like be able to oh no he fell on his lips or yeah yeah, slipping in the rain nothing like that because the situations that drive the characters closer are like real tangible and because of the plot and it's just so rare that we like that we get that yeah it's like more circumstantial i think we've i feel like we've talked about this before but i don't remember what it was for but yeah it's like when the situation drives the characters closer together versus them interacting in forced interactions yeah yeah like well we're not really sure like how like uh oh like showing versus telling yeah right yeah 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 in media we just talked about that for writing but i feel like it's really big in film and media too yeah yeah but i super love supernatural stuff and i love same I love creatures, and I love, uh... Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I love kind of like, um, you know, people who have special abilities. That is like 10,000% up my alley. And uh, and also, uh, I really love, like, found family through those types of experiences mm, and mm-hmm. stuff. So I feel like this show, for so many reasons, just completely caters to so many things that maybe I, I didn't even know that I needed. Yeah. In this universe, yeah. And I just cannot speak highly enough of it. I, I just honestly, I don't see, I really truly don't see a lot of people watching it. And I just feel like we had to do this episode. We had to. Like, we had to. Tim was like, no one is talking about this series. No one. So we're talking about it. Losing my mind. <laughs> it's like, I need people to talk about this on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I also think, okay, so also something that has been kind of cool about this, too, is that because these are actors that we have seen in the, like, a bit in the past, mm-hmm. it's also kind of cool, different types of acting for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like Cinco has been in quite a few projects like uh, Sodas, mm-hmm. Paint with Love. Mm-hmm. Um, Sodas 2. <laughs> Sodas 2. <laughs> oh, he was in Bakery Boys. Oh, yeah. Bakery Boys. Yeah, that was a different role for him, too. Yeah. And I kind of feel like going back through all of this, I feel like this character is a very unique character for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, really cool. I like seeing him play a character that is... Mm, he still kind of has that like very like clever intelligence that I feel like I kind of associate with with Sodas to be honest, <laughs> but with a little bit less of a playful nature to yeah. it, like yeah. much more serious. And then I he's think he's more sassy in this one. Yeah, like that play that yeah, it's, it's more of a sass type. Yeah, and he has like no fear, which I mean that could also be attributed to the fact that he's a teenager in this show. I also feel like he's been through a lot. Yeah. And I think... He's like, I'm sorry, I have a demon possessing me every night. <laughs> I don't have time don't for this. I don't have time for your bullying. <laughs> you don't scare me. <laughs> but I love that. Like, I love it. 
And uh, that's so funny, but so true. I'm uh, sorry, I've got bigger problems to worry about than you threatening to expel me. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, shoot. He really has his teenage life put, in, put into perspective. He does. He does. God, I love it. Which is a nice twist, because usually when you have shows that focus on teenagers, it's um, it's more like... Well, I'm thinking more like in a Western Disney Channel sense. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got to save the world, but prom. You know, like they've got those like, you know, teenage worries at this, the forefront on their mind. Yeah, and his is more like prom. I have to save the world. I have to, yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite. Yeah, and for like him, it's really switched. And that's probably because Shoot. he grew up with this. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like, uh, okay, the last series that we saw Fluke in was, was it 609 Bedtime Stories? I always forget the number. I think you're right, 609. 609, okay, 609 Bedtime Stories, which was a really good show. That was really good. The ending it was really, really good. So and was odd, but it was it good. Was <laughs> but, but that's okay. It's uh, yeah, okay. That ending really... <laughs> <laughs> but I accept it. <laughs> I accept it because the show itself was really, really good. But um, but that being said, I feel like uh, Fluke's character in this is similar to, I feel like, how he's been uh, to his types of characters in other series. But Yeah, he's, he is still kind of, um, I don't want to say typecast, but like the type of character he is playing is pretty si- You see a lot of similarities to his previous roles. But I feel like in this show... He has a lot more like active dialogue and like lines and much more of like a presence. Like mm-hmm. he he's not waiting for other people to do things for him. Like he is very active in what he's doing, which I feel like sometimes in some of his other shows, it was kind of like maybe other characters would take the lead and he was like a follower. Mm-hmm. In this one, though, I would say maybe in their relationship, Dan is a little bit more willing to take risks and to jump into things. But I feel like... I, like- He's constantly coming to his rescue, actually. And I feel like that's... <laughs> He's the hero. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like but that's unique about yeah, this character. Yeah, that, that is an interesting twist now that, we, yeah. now that we've said it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that is true. He, he is constantly jumping in to help Dan out in situations or putting his neck on the line to save yeah. Dan from his own reckless decisions. Yeah. Um, and I so, love yeah, that. So, yeah, he is very much like this hero type character that just, you know, like, oh, shit, there he goes again. <laughs> or like yeah. you know he's always there like you know being a good friend and like let me help you yeah he's like incredibly important he's kind he of is. like that character that's like i mean i'm sure that we're kind of building more up to who knows what really but i have no idea but i kind of <laughs> but i kind of feel like he kind of has that vibe of like oh this person is really cool and then like oh am i gonna have to save this person from themselves i feel like yeah. i feel like i yeah I'm good what? at I'm good at some stuff, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I made a mistake in the friend that I chose. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's so funny. I, Always saving his butt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like I love it. <laughs> it like feeds me. It feeds me. Maybe I'm, I'm the monster. <laughs> This is her red flag. <laughs> just like consume, <laughs> consume very specific media archetypes. Oh gosh! But um, he's awesome. And then we have not seen a lot of Trin. We have seen a decent chunk, mm-hmm. um, but it's been a while since we've seen Fiat. I think uh, we've seen him in, of course, some GMM TV projects, and then after that, he was in Triage. 
And uh, <clears throat> since then, I feel like uh, I'm not sure that any of his projects have kind of like crossed my timeline. So this is the first time I've seen him since triage. That's not to say yeah, he hasn't right. done anything in between. But um, but that being said, it has been really exciting to see him again because I do think that Fiat is a really he's a really good actor, and I like seeing him have uh, a role that has kind of like a lot of what's the word I'm looking for um like uh when we talk about actors and they get to convey like a wide range of emotions range range I said the word wow okay <laughs> let me just drink more of my caffeine here <laughs> um range yeah I feel like uh I feel like we're seeing more of him as the series goes on, and I feel like we're going to be getting deeper and deeper into into his acting range. And I am thrilled for it because I feel like in the past we haven't – he's had great projects, but it's like you, like, wait for him to be able to do more, right? And I feel like in this series he's yeah. going to be able to. So yeah. I'm stoked. Yeah, because it's interesting because when the series starts out, um, you see him, but you're not sure if he – it's like – is he bad? Is he there to help? Is he, is he evil? Is he... Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's really interesting to see, like, the progression, like, as you get to know more and more of him, to see his character driven in a certain direction. Yeah. And um, just the way he's able to, like, act through that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And also, I feel like... I mean, I just, like, I just want to spoil a lot, because I, I want you guys to go... Maybe for those of you who are watching, I just know what I'm talking about. For other people, I don't want to spoil too much, because I want it all to just feel new and shiny when you go and watch it, because of course you will, after listening to our recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, um, but I think uh, the scenes that we kind of get from Dan's perspective of him are so haunting and cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so good. Like, for instance, with... Uh, uh, the the ring. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think my favorite actually was when they first went out to the lake. Oh. And um, Dan passed out. And then Nye. And then Nye saw, saw it. him. Ah! And was freaking it was out so as he's good. like ominously coming closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch it for the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, I feel like if we talk anymore about it, we're just going to end up recapping the entire series. <laughs> series. Series. <laughs> it's it's so good. My Sean Connery phone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it come out. <laughs> I should go and watch the series. The, the series. Shadow. <laughs> that was my best Sean Connery. <laughs> I made the joke, but then I was like, can I actually do this? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't. You can't, Kim. Don't try. That is so funny. Well, um... Highly recommended. I think you knocked the camera. It's on. Oh, I was just like too jovial. And Don't worry, he's like knocked everything down. <laughs> my my excitement uncontained. Everyone can see our sweats now. <laughs> it's cold. Like it's winter. I don't know if anyone else has noticed it's winter. I've had eye allergies for a month. It's like bird box in my eye. There's an invisible <laughs> enemy. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but you guys should definitely go and watch Shadow. It's on Gaga. It's amazing. The first seven episodes are out now, mm -hmm. like I said. And then the next seven are coming out very soon. Very, very soon. And I highly, highly, Mount Everest, high recommend. Yes. If you like the supernatural ghost 
type series, this is definitely going to be right up your alley. Yes. Yes. And please report back. Yeah. Yes. Let us know what you think about it if, um, you, if you haven't watched it already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have, feel free to like... Get drop hi- a comment. Get so hypes with us. Yeah, hype someone else up by dropping a comment so they'll see it and be like, oh, okay, maybe I should. What's your rating of yeah. the series? Like zero to ten. Ten being... Nah, let's do like zero to five. Zero to five? Yeah, stars. With like five... stars? Oh, it's five stars? Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. One out of five stars. Where does it fall for you so far? Yeah. Mine's ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been really, really great to be back. Um, We're going to be back on our schedule now posting for you guys. So please keep an eye out. And uh, if you have not already subscribed to um, our podcast, also, uh, please do. Yes. YouTube. um, We've had a few videos come out. We have some interviews coming up that you guys might find really fun. So please feel free to check that out. We are also on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope to see you around outside of podcast land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, guys. Bye.